Okay, let's grab our Bibles and turn to... Um, I love reading my Bible. Who loves reading their Bible? Nilo. Who loves reading the You know, a lot of people have their Bibles and they carry their Bibles and they come to church and uh, they, they open their Bibles when the preacher says open it. But um, I actually like reading. Who actually likes reading the Bible? And uh, I, I, you know, I, I opened it the other day and I thought, you know, I'm just going to start from the beginning and just work my way through. So can everyone turn with me to Genesis 1. Verse 1. There we go. Genesis 1. Let me just pray before we start. Dear Lord Jesus, you're incredible. You're amazing. God, I pray that tonight, God, you would bless this house. God, that we will go somewhere. We will get something out of this. God, that you will guide us and lead us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Genesis 1.1. The title of this message, I, I, I love this about God. The, the title of this message, if you have a notepad, have, have your pen, you can write this down. It's called God Creates. Do you know that God is a creator? Who knows this? Yes. Ollie, thank you very much. The next Prime Minister of Australia. You know, that God is a creator. I love the fact that God creates. You know, we're going to have a couple thing where if you live with a crazy creative person, you can come and learn how to deal with that in here. That'll be fun if you... Got a, if you're, someone's creative in your marriage, come along to that. But I love the fact that God is a creator and that God creates things. And uh, it says here in Genesis 1, in the beginning, it's a great place to start, Genesis 1, 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I love that. I love, you know, we try and do stuff. We try and make stuff happen. We try and force things to, if we strain and we try to really hard, you know, we try and do it, but God says here, the first thing that God is, he created something. And sometimes we try so hard to, you know, build a youth ministry or build a church or build a connect group or, uh, you know, whatever, whatever God's called us to do. But the first thing we need to realize is it's not us that the pressure's on. The pressure's not on us. God says, I will build my church. And the deal is that God is the creator. And uh, can we just jump very quick? quickly to Matthew before we, Matthew verse 11, chapter 11, verse 5. And I was reading this this afternoon, and I was thinking about um, who Jesus is and what he means to a young generation, things like that. And it says here, John the Baptist is there, and he's saying to Jesus, hey, are you actually the Messiah? Are you the one that we are waiting for? And in verse 11 of Matthew chapter Chapter 11, verse 5, it says, Jesus says, this is who I am. Jesus says, the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Do you know that if we wanted to sum Jesus up in like one paragraph into one thing, it would be right here. Jesus said, this is what I do. I make the blind see. I make the lame walk. You know, people who are lame can't just get up and say, oh, I'm just going to walk now. Like, God has to intervene. And I'm so passionate about it. I really believe that in this house and in the church abroad, that healing and, and the ministry of healing is going to come, and the ministry, the ministry of signs and wonders is actually going to come very strongly back into the house of God. Because who knows that if there's someone with a broken leg and uh, they broke their leg and say, hang on, I'm just down at Woolies getting my groceries, but do you mind if I lay my hands on you? And, and their leg gets healed. Who knows that everyone in that shopping center, everyone all around town will say, hang on, 
This guy had a broken leg. And I love the fact that Jesus says, this is who I am. This is who I am. I make blind people see. You know, making someone blind see is a miracle. It's not like I've got no sight and I go, oh, I'm really just going to try and see. You know that God is supernatural. It says the blind see, the lame walk. Who would like to see some lame people walk? Who knows that God isn't in our little box? God isn't in our little world. God is the God, you know, that parts the Red Sea, that walks on water. Who would like to walk on water, by the way? Wouldn't that be awesome? I'm at Boyd's house. He says, hey, Andrew, would you like a drink? I just say, sure. And it's straight across the top of his pool into his house. But um, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that would be great. And it says, the lepers are cleansed, uh, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, the poor have the gospel preached. And it says here in verse 6, and blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Do you know that Jesus and the gospel and the gospel message, you know, Actually, some people just look and it offends them. And the Bible says, because some people say, well, I must work, I must try hard, I must, you know, do all this stuff. Jesus says, blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Do you know, the Bible says, blessed is he who is not. If we're loving Jesus, if we're in church saying, God, I just praise you, the Bible says we are blessed. Okay, let's just go back very quickly before we get there. Let's, let's start at Genesis 1, verse 26. Here we go. Here we go. It says, then God said. Everyone say, then God said. Thank you. Let us make man in our image. According to our likeness, let them have dominion. And it says in verse 27. So God, this is Genesis 1, So God created man in his own image. Powerful. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Okay. Do you know what I love about God? Is that here's this God that is so amazing, so incredible, so beyond words. And he says, let us make man in our own image. So here's God. He says, let us make man in our, according to how God is. Let's make man like that. So the first thing we need to know is that we are created in the image of God. When we, when we go out and do stuff, it's not me, it's not you, it's, not, it, it's, it's God's image. We are created in God's image. And uh, isn't that powerful that we, you know, I am made in God's image. The first thing, if you understand that you're actually made in God's image, you know, when you're going, well, Pastor Phil talked about this morning, when you're going down the street, you're not intimidated about, you know, meeting this guy or meeting that guy. You know that you know that I am made according, God made me in his image. I am made according to God. And all of a sudden, when you sort of understand that, you're not just made according to some dodgy dolly mag reputation or some, you know, this is what they said about me at school. I'm not made, you know, they tease me in primary school, so that's how I'm going to perceive myself. No, the Bible says, and when we get this, the Bible says that we were made in God's image. So when we wake up in the morning and we look down, we just go, God, you know, I am made like you. I am made according to you. I'm not, I'm not in superior. I'm not this. I'm not lacking anything. God, I am made in your image. How you are is how I am made. And so God said, let us make man so powerful. Let us make man in our own. So many times people are going around trying to be somebody else. 
because they're so intimate about who they actually are when the Bible says God made you in the image of God. According to God's likeness, God made you that way. So when we go out and we say, hey, I'm, I'm Andrew, how are you? And we feel scared. Hi, you know, Mr. John Howard, Prime Minister, how are you going? So very intimidated or whatever. Or, you know, Mr. Fish and Chip Shop guy who owns a huge business down the road. Sorry, you know, you know we, we have to remember that we're not made according to some dodgy image. We're not made according to some weak little God, but we are made according to God, the Creator, in the same, same way we are made. It says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness, so powerful. And it says here, God spoke and the worlds were created. So God said, let there be light, bam, light. And so that tells me, if we are made according to God's image, if I am made like God, we all are made like God, who's with me, and God spoke and the worlds were created, get this, I am made according to God's image, just like God, I am made in the image of God, and God spoke and the worlds were created. Check this out. What am I speaking over myself? So when I wake up and I go to school and say, oh, mass, I'm really bad at mass. Oh, I'm just so bad at it. Oh, oh, you know, I'm such a loser. How come I can't get a job? Oh, I'm such a no-hoper. You know, God says, now God said you're made in image and God spoke and created the world. And the deal is, God has given us the same power that when we speak, stuff happens. When we pray for people, they should be made well. When we say, hey, you know, uh, you know, SG is going to grow, this church is going to grow, our business is going to grow, all this kind of thing. Um, so many people look at the, all these magazines and they're going, why can't I be, oh man, she's amazing. Why can't I have hair like that? Oh, if only I was made like that. And we put like this negative slant on ourselves. But God says, you know what? You're made in my image according to my likeness. And uh, you're amazing, which is cool. Who thinks that's pretty cool? Thanks, Roz. You're amazing. Then it says here, Roz, is, Roz actually is amazing. We love Roz. All right, yeah, let's give Ross a clap. I reckon we should, you know, I've said this before, but Ali, this is really awesome. You know how Volunteer of the Month, we have Volunteer of the Month each month? Yeah. Uh, I reckon, and we probably should speak about this later, but I reckon we should, like, get the one who wins, like, of the year, Volunteer of the Year, we should give them a Kia, like a, a Kia motor car. Who thinks that would be a great idea? But you go, hey, you're the volunteer of the month. You're amazing. We love you. Here's a Kia. Wouldn't you love to give out a Kia? I've all, Nick, I've always wanted to give out a Kia motor car. I don't know why. Every show I flick on and say, hey, congratulations, you've won a Kia. And I go, oh, wouldn't that be cool if that was me? I could give away a Kia. Who would love to give away a Kia? I remember watching uh, Neela. Of course you would. I remember watching like Sale of the Century. Sale, who loves Sale, Fast Money? Who loves that show? Fast Money. Bam, I wait for the fast money. Yeah, fast money. And uh, they used to give away Audis and stuff. Who remembers that? And uh, remember that back in the day, they are giving out like, Rolex watches and Audis and Holidays and Harleys. Now they're giving out Kias. So, you know, they're awesome. And does anyone here drive a Kia? You know, Dan does? Cool. All right. No. But I reckon, maybe we'll talk about it later, but I think if we give out a Kia, you know, you just come to church, hey, what happened? You got a Kia. Yeah, yeah, I was volunteer of the year. We should have volunteer of the year. And then, you know, and then next year we can go up to an Audi and you can win an Audi or a Rolex. I don't know. Okay. Verse 28, it says, 
Verse 27, God created man in his own image, and the image of God, he created them. Verse 28, it says, and God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Um, this is so powerful. There's three promises here that I want you to try and catch before we finish. It says, first promise is the first thing that God did to the, to the human race after he created them, after he spoke the worlds into existence, he said, let us make man in his own image. And he said, number one, he said, um, do we have it up there? No, that's okay. Verse 28, God blessed them. Do you know that God has already blessed you? God, the first thing he did when he created man, he says, God bless them. And do you know that being blessed isn't to do with situation, isn't to do with a job, isn't to do with how your bank account looks, what home you live in, what sort of car or Kia or Audi you drive or anything like that. But God has already blessed you. God said to, to man, he, he says, you know, I, God, the first thing he did, the first thing before anything happened, God blessed the human race. And uh, do you know that the Bible is full? It is full of promises that we as Christians need to know and need to live by. And the deal is that the devil, the devil knows the Bible backwards and front ways. And do you remember in the, when Jesus was being tempted by the devil, the devil, the devil's the one throwing the promises of God at Jesus. So the devil knows all these amazing promises. The devil knows all the things that we're, we're allowed to do, all the things that God said, this is your deal. And there's so many promises in the Bible that we, as believers, don't know about. And do you know what? The devil, who knows that the devil is a marketing genius. And if, if you're like in charge of Coca-Cola or if you're in charge of Pepsi, forget Britney. You don't want Britney. You want you, you, you know, because he's, you know, the, de- the Bible says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And for somehow that, that he has spun that around, so young people and people and all these kind of people everywhere are saying, well, I don't want, you know, God and all his promises and all his ways of blessing me. I'm going to go kill, steal, and destroy. And, and somehow the devil's twisted that around. Who knows what I'm saying? But the Bible is full of promises. The devil will try and rip you off. Hey, you don't get that. Hey, Jesus, you know, you can jump off this. You, can, you know, we need to know, who knows that we need to know this Bible. So when we go through a hard time, we can say, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on, devil, hang on. You said that I can't do it. My Bible says that, God, you heal people. My Bible says that, you know, God, you make a way. Even when I don't know where I'm going, God, you make a way. Hey, you know, I, I don't know what, but I trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do you know that, you know, there's, there's promises after promise in this book that we need to get inside us and, and, cause, you know, and live by, and actually live by. The first thing that God did to us is that God blessed us. You are blessed by God. Number one is that we are blessed by God. Number two, it says here, and God said. Isn't that powerful? The same God who only moments ago spoke the entire world into existence. It says, and God said, God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Only moments ago, the same God that created the heavens and the earth and all that was in it, God spoke and there was light. And then God said, be fruitful and multiply. So if God says to me and to you to be fruitful and to multiply, do you know what the deal is? I'm not trying to be fruitful not trying to multiply this is the deal when everyone looks at Andrew they go he's blessed by God he's fruitful God said you're fruitful you know God says go and multiply number two it says the second thing that God has spoken to us is be fruitful do you know that um the first thing God said to man is be fruitful so I'm gonna about who loves 
you know, who loves it when you're in a, you're in a, um, you're in a job and stuff just works for you? Like it just, you do this and it just happens. And it's like, oh, how did that happen? I don't know, but it was just awesome. And, you know, you know, Nilo, I don't know how, but I just saw this huge painting and it was like God was all over it. And it was so easy. It happens to Nilo all the time. He always tells me, doesn't he? All the time. I just saw this huge painting. And uh, do you know that God's called us not to be barren, you know, not to be the ones that are scraping the bottom of the barrel, but God has called us to live a fruitful life. Who knows what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're in this zone where it's not, we're struggling, but it's this zone of abundance. It's the zone of, hey, I have more than enough. Hey, you want some of that? Hey, take it all. Don't even bring it back. I've got heaps of it. God said to us, number one, hey, you're blessed. It's not due to any circumstance, not due to anything that you can try and do, try and conjure up, anything like that. God says you're blessed. Number two, God says, you know what? You are fruitful. You will, you know, the same God that created the world, he said that. God said, and God said, be fruitful. So it's not like I'm trying to be fruitful. I just have to accept the fact that I am fruitful. You know, that I am fruitful. And that fruit in my life will just get more and more and more. And as I go on, you know, income's going to enlarge. You know, family's going to get more blessed. Um, you know, what? who knows what I'm saying? Just, just abundance. I honestly believe that Christians, people should see Christians walking down the street like rock stars. Oh, there's that, there's that Christian guy. You know, what is it about him? He's just so blessed. I don't know why. I don't know. I can't get it. He's sort of lives in the same street, but he's just blessed. God said, be fruitful. If God said it, I'm going to be it. Say, I'm going to be it. And the last thing it says, God says, be fruitful and multiply. Do you know that multiplying is about enlarging? Do you know that God, Ollie, always wants us to be enlarging, never to stay in the same spot? You know, there's some people, and I've seen them, and they've been in church life for years and years and years and years, and it's like they sit in the same spot, they come at the same time, they never invite anybody, they do the same thing. And it's like God hasn't called us to live this boring life that just every week is the same. Every week we're doing the same thing. You know that God has called our lives, it says, to go from level to level. Always always be going beyond, always enlarging, always getting bigger. God has called us to, to God doesn't, I said this this morning, God doesn't deal in like, you know, um, double. What's that called? Double. Hundredfold, yeah. Addition, yes. Remember I said earlier, mass was like, yeah, no. But God's also at mass. Are you? You are right now. Um, you know, God talks in multiplication. And uh, it says, God says, be fruitful and multiply. Our lives are multiplying, more blessing, more abundance, more joy. You know, always be enlarging, enlarging inside. Like we were saying before, you know, I, I want to challenge you to, if you, don't read your, if, you, if you don't read your Bible at all, start to read your Bible. If you don't pray at all, start to actually pray. And I want us to turn to... Um, Matthew 12, verse 15, as we um, turn there, Matthew 12, 15, it says, and we spoke about this this morning, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. As we enlarge, as we enlarge as, a, as individuals, as a church, uh, we need to have this bigger revelation of who God is. If we're always staying the same revelation, yeah, God, hallelujah, hallelujah, God, we praise you, God, we worship you. It's like, and you know, 
who now I, I I get really frustrated when people don't change, not in a bad way, but who knows, you know, when people stay in the same same rut that they're always in, and you see them just sort of cruising through life, don't really care about too much, but who knows that God hasn't called us to live in a rut. God hasn't called us to sort of stop where we are, but God wants us to always, always, God's saying, hey, do you know what? i got so much more for you. i got so much. I, I was reading in Revelation when, who knows, John, the Apostle John, lived his whole life with Jesus, traveled around during Jesus' ministry, and he wrote the book of Revelation. And this guy, they said he had his, he put his head on the chest of Jesus to sleep. He said, in the Bible, it said, here's the one that, that's uh, the beloved, John the beloved. And in Revelations, God says, hey, you think you're there, but he says, come up higher. Do you know that God is calling us to come up higher? And we can, you know, you think, John, how can John, this apostle who spent nights and days and eaten with Jesus and, you know, he's called the beloved, how can he get, come up any higher? But the deal is, God is always, always calling us. There's always more. There's always enlarging. God's always calling us to enlarge. You know what I'm saying? And it's like this, there's this holy frustration that's like, I don't want to stay here. I, 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 you know, who's on Twitter? Who loves Twitter? Twitter? Anybody? Facebook? Who loves Facebook? Craig? How about you? Craig? Something. Text messages. Email. Are you on email? Yeah, all right. Who loves email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, okay, you can put your hand if you love email. That's okay. Uh, Ollie loves email. Yeah. Does anyone send letters anymore? Is it just email now? Anyone sending letters? John, you're sending letters? You're sending letters? Yeah. Okay. People still send letters. Ali Barami, you sending letters or are you going to email? Two emails a day. Well, I don't, I, you're too far away. I can't hear what you're saying. Your sign language is really bad. But it is. We'd be really bad at trades. But it'd be fun. But you don't get yeah, don't, don't But I love to follow uh, on Twitter. I love to follow these men of God that are always around the world preaching and they're, they're doing amazing things. And you know, I get so jealous of these guys, not because they're traveling, not because they're preaching, nothing like that. But it's like, you know, some people get so far, but they, they don't take the final step of like, you know, there's 12 disciples in the boat, but only one of them actually made a step out and said, hey, Jesus, I'm going to step out onto the water. And I see these guys that are traveling the world doing huge crusades, and I get so jealous because I know that they've taken that step of faith. You know, it's that risky step where it's like, I'm nervous. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know what's going to happen after this. But God is saying, you know, there's always more. You can come up higher. Always go beyond where you think you are. Hey, I, I did this last week, and I stepped out, and I prayed for this person. But God's always saying, come up And I get so... Um, when I see them going around, it's like, I go, oh, I, I, I get jealous because I, you know, who knows what I'm saying? I don't want to get be the one that gets stuck in the right. I don't want to be the one that, you know, it's just, is always in the same spot. But I want to be the one that gets the promises in there. Just like the Apostle John says, come up higher, come up higher. And uh, who knows what I'm saying? Anybody? Nobody. Wow. Yeah, always be stretching, always be enlarging. I've challenged myself, you know, never be comfortable. If you get comfortable, that's like when you start to go, yeah, 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 I'm all good with this. Comfortable is being like, ah. Who loves being comfortable? Anybody at home when they're watching TV? Who likes being comfortable when they're home watching TV? Not me, I hate it. No, I don't, I like that. But, um, no, Dickie, you don't have to put your hand up, it's okay. No, I'm kidding. 
always enlarging, always moving forward. The Bible says that we walk by faith. To walk is to move. And we move forward by faith. I want to finish with this. It says, you are made in God's image. You don't have to try and be somebody else. You don't have to try and act like somebody else. You don't have to go to school and try and act like that guy. God has given you your own who you are. You can be confident in who you are. God says, I made you in the image of me. You are made according to me. You know, confidence. When I'm made in God's image, that's confidence. I'm not worried about this, I'm not worried about that. Two, God has blessed you. God has blessed you. You have to worry about, how's it going to work for me? Where's my life going to go? doesn't matter about all that stuff. God has blessed you. You need to know that God has blessed you. You need to walk out of this place knowing that the blessing of God, the favor of God, the hand of God is upon you. When you walk through a street, when you walk through a shopping center, you need to know that the blessing of God is just on you. It's just oozing out of you. Like a, you know, just oozing. Blessing. Blessing God is just oozing out of me. How did that happen? Well, of course I got that deal. The blessing of God just oozes out of me. Of course I met that person at the right time. The blessing of God just oozes out of me. Who knows what I'm saying? God has blessed you. And God said, be fruitful. As believers, our life is fruitful. We are fruitful. That's who we are. God said, let there be light. And there was light. There was light. God said, be fruitful. Uh, Ollie, I'm going to be fruitful. If it help it or not, it's going to enlarge. Youth ministry is going to grow. Business is going to grow. Church is going to grow. God said it. You know, there's no two ways about it. Oh, I'll try and be fruitful. Oh, let me be fruitful. Oh, really trying. No, no, no. God said, be fruitful. Okay. Awesome. So basic. So simple. And it says, and multiply. Multiply everything you have. Income, houses, wealth. You know, your quiet times with God, your prayer life. Multiplication, strength to strength, glory to glory. God is calling us to go higher. God is calling us as a church to move higher. And, and, and the places that we've sort of got to and tried to step out, God says, hey, step out again. You might have got there once and said, God, I'm going to step out this time. But it's like, oh, I've done it. I stepped out before. I did it before. I did it. God, you saw me. And God's saying, you know, come up higher. Come up higher. Come up higher. Can we all stand before we finish? I just want to pray very quickly for um, those people that are here tonight that God is saying, you know what? You've lived this life and you've, you've, you've just sort of done the same thing the whole time. And that's a tragedy. The, the, the life that's the same and the same and this repetition, it's like, ah. But God is saying to you tonight, you feel it inside that you are the one that want, God's saying, I want you to come up higher. I want you to move beyond where you are and actually go into a new realm, a new life, a new stage of life, this, this, greater, this greater calling that you have. So right now, God, I pray. God, I pray for every person here, God, that we as a church, as individuals, God, that we will take that step forward, God, that we wouldn't get stuck where we are and say, this is my lot. This is where I am. I can't go. I can't do anything about it. This is my lot life. No. Who knows that God has called you higher. God has said, I want to bless you more. I want to increase you. I want to multiply you. I want you to be more blessed. I want you to have more abundance. I want you to have more blessing. Tonight I pray in Jesus' name that if there's anybody here, God, they just they feel like they're stuck. They feel like there's nothing they can do. I've tried, but it doesn't work. God, tonight I pray, God, that they will take that step again. God, they will take that step again and they will move forward. 
God, they'll move beyond. They'll enlarge. They'll go forward. They'll get bigger. They won't do the same thing over and over. So right now, if that's you, if that's you, I, I just encourage you to lift your hand and say, hey, you don't have to come down the front. We're just going to pray here. If that's you saying, hey, I've lived this life, but I just don't, I want, I want to be like these preachers that travel the world, see amazing things happen. God, I want to step out. Is that you? God, I want to step out. I just want to see you put your hands up. I want to step out. Yeah, there's, of course there is. God, I want to step out. Is there anyone else? I want to step out. God, I want to be the one. God, I don't want to stay where I am. I don't want to be stagnant. God, I want my life to be active. Is there anyone else? I see those hands. God, I pray for all those hands that are lifted. God, right now, in Jesus' name, right now, God, that you would intervene. God, every hand raised, God, that you would intervene. God, and, and just like you create the heavens and the earth, you create a new way for these people. You, the Bible says, trust. Don't worry about it, but trust me and I'll lead you. God, I pray the hands that are lifted. God, that you would lead them. You would smash every box that they found themselves in. Every rock, God, they would break free. God, that life would be abundant and blessed and magnificent. God, I pray right now. God, you increase right now. We all just lift our hands anyway and say, God, you're amazing. God, we love you. God, we praise you. God, we praise you. And before we finish... Let's just give some, can we just give God some praise for a little bit?